In the holy name of Jesus, amen. There's a scene in the movie uh, Apollo 13 where the character Gene Krantz, who's played by Ed Harris, works together with a bunch of guys in Houston to solve a problem that's on the spacecraft itself. And the famous line from this scene is, failure is not an option. Now, as much as we would all like to believe that failure is not part of our lives and it's not an option, as if we can decide, we all know that failure happens. Failure is always unpleasant and it's hard to get over. But there are two particular times where it's especially hard. That's when you fail just as about is about you are to reach your goal. Like having a flat tire on the last lap of the Daytona 500. Or when someone close undermines your work, like a teammate who gives up in the final seconds of the championship game. This type of failure, when it's at the end, is so hard. Now, in today's gospel, we are in Mark chapter 13. We are close to the end. Jesus has spent the last three years, along with his disciples, traveling, working hard. And now they finally arrived in Jerusalem, which is like the New York City and Washington, D.C. of Israel. And his disciples who are with him on a certain level believe that Jesus is going to take this city. This is their moment. He will be declared ruler, Messiah. And because of that, there's a good argument to make that the disciples, when they're admiring all these buildings, see them as their buildings. That their destiny is in them. But of course, Jesus' response... You see all these buildings here, all what goes on inside them, and everything they mean, they will fail. So Peter, Andrew, James, and John, these are the first four disciples. They're the ones who've walked with Jesus the longest and on a certain level have the most riding on their participation with Jesus. They pull him over and ask him, when is this going to happen? Jesus' response does seem quite gloomy because he speaks a lot about failure. People are going to come and they're going to speak for me, Jesus says, which is a failure of authority. And then there will be wars and rumors of wars, a failure of society. Then these disciples are going to be put on trial for his name's sake, which is a failure of community. And then families themselves are going to turn each other in to the authorities, which is a fundamental failure of relationships. And if this wasn't worse, then Jesus says, all you got to do is just endure. Now, if we know the story of Jesus, and if we know the gospel stories, if you've ever been to an Easter service, you know that everybody fails. No one endures. Is Jesus really serious? 
Well, we know that failure is eminent. Because we know that Judas will betray Jesus. Peter will deny him. And then, sometimes we forget the rest of the disciples in the Garden of Gethsemane flee and abandon Jesus. Maybe this is the point, then. You see, many of the first listeners of the gospel, especially the gospel of Mark, were failures. Or they were surrounded by failures and needed to figure out how they would live their life with them. And what Jesus is describing does actually happen. Fathers and children, brothers and sisters actually deliver one another over to the authorities. You see, in the year 64 AD, a large part of Rome burned down. And Nero, the emperor, blamed it on the Christians. A very easy target. He knew that everybody would blame the Christians and see them as a failure of society. So the arrests were easy. The trials were easy. The torturing was easy. And the executions were easy. And because of this threat, what actually happened was Christians did turn each other in rather than face torture and execution. Talk about failures. These are the worst. The people who you thought were closest, in fact, betray you. But now at the time, you know, the the gospel of Mark, the writing of it, we have a lot of these people who failed, who realize what they've done, and now are seeking forgiveness, and they want back in. But what was the church supposed to do? And so... We have the gospel, Mark. What does Jesus do with failure? On a certain level, Jesus is the best at failing because he's so good at failing, he can actually fail failing. And when he fails failure, he remains faithful. See, throughout the gospel, Jesus has repeatedly told his 12 disciples that there are certain things that are going to happen. And when they do, they never get it. They fail every time. They fail every test. But what does Jesus do? He never sends them away. But he continually brings them along, making sure that their failure is never the end. Even when it costs him his life on the cross. See, that last sentence in the gospel reading, the one who endures to the end will be saved. The word one can mean one in general, like we're all individuals here, we're all ones. Or it can be one in particular. The one in particular is Jesus. Jesus is the one who endured to the end and was saved. And Jesus endures... Jesus says, the one who endures to the end and is saved for us. He is faithful until the end for his disciples, them and us. And rather than turning anyone in, he suffers and is pronounced guilty for their sake, taking their spot. 
in the arrest, in the trials, in the tortures, and in the execution. But then on top of that, Jesus desires them and us to return back to him so that we might live a life of resurrection. As Jesus endures to the end for his disciples, he doesn't let failure be the last word. Earlier in the gospel, it sa Jesus says, do not be alarmed at this, that failure will happen. This is not the end, he says. Jesus, in an unimaginable moment of forgiveness and love, welcomes the failures back. So even though you're a failure, hate to burst your bubble, even though you're a failure, whether it be as a child, as a father, a mother, husband, wife, brother, sister, Jesus knows what to do with failures. If you haven't figured out, you're not the only one. Jesus is here to remind us that the end is not yet. Jesus, this morning, welcomes you back through the forgiveness of sins, the absolution that's pronounced to you, so that you would live a new life precisely in this place, among with all the other failures, who know what it's like to be forgiven. That's St. John. That's the church. See, with Jesus and his church, we will endure because our life we live now is a life that is always forgiving. But at the same time, through the forgiveness of sins, this life we live never lets us remain the same. It never lets us remain failures. Every day, with Jesus, we struggle, we work hard, we do our best. But even when that fails, through the forgiveness of sins, we are always welcome back. And so every day, we find our way following Jesus through so many failures, making sure that we and the world know that the end is not yet. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.